Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Goodbye now is over. That's all. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap. It's Friday, and this is the wrap on the Jazz Joe Hall Show. Thank God it's This week, we ask our panel, should there be an age limit for political leaders? And we also ask our panel what Christmas song they love to hate. Joining us today is our regular rap panel, Leah Halive. She's a TV reporter and radio host. Uh, We're also joined by Sarah Daniels, a real estate agent in Surrey, author and broadcaster as well. Welcome, ladies. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Well, let's get to topic number one. President Joe Biden uh, mixed up Taylor Swift and Britney Spears in remarks earlier this week during the White House and White House's annual turkey pardoning ceremony, which happened to fall on the president's 81st birthday. He was in the midst of pardoning two turkeys, Liberty and Bell, when he mistakenly used the name uh, Britney. Take a listen. Now, just to get here, Liberty and Bell had to beat some tough odds, the competition. They had to work hard to show patience and be willing to travel over a thousand miles. You could say even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance tour or 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 Britney's tour. She's down in it's kind of warm in Brazil right now. That was Joe Biden uh, earlier this week. Now, I want to say, you know, five decades of public life. Not everything comes out the way you want to when you're speaking. Uh, but, uh, Leah, let me start with you. Uh, should there be a age uh, limit for political leaders, especially one who is the leader of the free world? Well, I mean, and he said Renaissance. What tour is that? That sounds like something from, you it's, know, it's, the early 1900s it's or something. It's Beyonce. I know, but totally different from Britney and from Taylor. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. I, I, no, she's good too. But I think that, you know, we definitely should have an age limit. I think that, you know, with age, though, does come experience, but also does come fading minds and memories. I mean, I think 70 is probably good. I mean, do we really want 90-year-olds with the nuclear bomb codes? Do we really? Not really. So I think 70, Uh, you know, you're still good shape. No, no, no. You're saying I am turning 60 60 in a couple months. You're saying in 10 years I'm toast? I am coming at you, uh, young lady. Not toast. But you, you just, you know, be to be in charge of the free world, it just should be, like, you know, you should have all of your wits. Let, let's let's put it this way. There are people that are in their 40s that shouldn't be in charge of a bus stop. Very So true. I really don't think that age should have anything to do with it. Sure, there should be cognitive tests and et cetera. But, but I mean, you know, do we really expect Joe Biden to be keeping up with what Taylor Swift, Britney Spears, Beyonce are doing? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I, I would if the funny thing is he's the one that always gets nailed for, you know, like the, the fumbles Everything. and stuff. He does. Yeah. He does have a stutter. That is something that he's struggled with since childhood. I, you know, I, the, the interesting thing is that Trump doesn't get the same pushback. You take away the hair dye and the fake tan and then just put a microphone in front of that guy. He makes no sense and would look mm-hmm. older than Joe if he'd stopped like, you know, spray tanning and like painting his hair orange. For some reason, people <laughs> think that he's younger and more vibrant. He's and just he's a not. lunatic. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think he may be the one man standing in the way of another Trump presidency, and many people don't want to see that. That I understand. But I wonder sometimes leaders, when they are that much older, I mean, do you want leaders who have to deal with the repercussions of climate change, and so they'll do more about it? Like you want them to be able to yeah. be be able to relate to everyday issues and concerns. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying he's not a smart man. He's done a lot for for the American people. Fifty years of public service, as I said, reelected many many times. But boy, when you're getting up to 81 and some you know cognitive challenges potentially, and you've got a war in Ukraine, you got uh, a war in Israel right now. Uh, I don't think Brit- I, I don't think Americans are happy with either choice, Trump or uh, Biden. That's the challenge. They would love to see somebody else, right? Right. It's very demanding. So you want somebody that's a little younger and spry, I think, you know, he needs to have some, you know, off days. And really, when you're president, you don't have a lot of off days. And, you know, at his age, he does need to have some relaxation, I think. I I look at some of the younger people in in both of those parties and I'm kind of like, you know what, really like this? I mean, (laughs) mean, this is American politics we're talking about. And and younger people can be just as, you know, out there and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So I don't really think it's an age thing because, I mean, the only thing I would worry about is, you know, you are that much closer, you know, mortality being what it is. I mean, if Ruth Bader Ginsburg had retired as opposed to sadly dying in office uh, while she was uh, Supreme Court justice just months before, you know, the, the last the last election, you know, maybe that seat would have gone to somebody a little bit different in on the Supreme Court, maybe we wouldn't be seeing all the challenges in the United States that we're seeing today. But that wasn't, you know, she was brilliant till the end, but there is always an end. That's the problem. But if you look at most of the uh, democracies already, I mean, Justin Trudeau's a Gen Xer. He's up against Pierre Polyev, Jagmeet Singh, uh, both other Gen Xers are millennials. Uh, even our premier here today, a Gen Xer, I believe, uh, with Premier Eby. Uh, you got Rishi Sunak in the UK, uh, different generation, Macron in, in France. I think America just hasn't made that turn, and I think they no. do need so. And I think that's part of the challenge. I think you're right. With age comes wisdom, and you want uh, people who are older because they have experience mm-hmm. and, and 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 they can make those decisions that are required. But I think when you get into your age, there's a boy, line. There's a line, there's a line, and you're pushing it right. And and I think <laughs> yeah. the other thing is what we forget is that in the United States there are no limits to, to, you know, spending and election campaigns, et cetera, like there are in Canada no. you know, or anywhere else. And their election campaigns start like literally the minute they get elected. I mean, it's the election season is constant there, whereas in Canada, Great Britain, all those other countries we've mentioned, it's a completely different attitude towards how you run elections. So mm-hmm. that's part of it. You, you've got to be a you've got to have a billion dollars in the bank to run for president in the United States. And oh, that's it's, just, it, it is. It's not, it is. And that's just not a thing in Canada. We and, don't allow that kind and, of thing. No. And also, never mind the dollars. Uh, you got to, one thing you got to admire about Joe Biden, he can still speak to middle America compared yeah. to some of these young, woke uh, elect if, officials who, if they would run last time, Trump would have steamrolled over them, uh, and that's part of the and problem, And if he can right? beat Trump, I'm all for it. <laughs> Let go. him be. All right, well, coming the up next... The Electoral College is the problem, but that's another that's story. That's another yeah. story. We'll that's save that for subject. another day. So if you're just joining us, we are speaking to our Friday rap panel, Leah Halib and Sarah Daniels are joining us. Now, earlier in the show, uh, I confessed uh, to uh, Jerry Mayer Judson and our producer Stephen Chang that I, this week, 
have started listening to Christmas music uh, in, in my truck driving to <laughs> driving to her three times this week, uh, and I've already got the uh, the speed dial there on the on the um, on the satellite radio and the songs uh, the the channels that I want to be listening to. Uh, Jerry pretty much was disgusted with me, and uh, uh, Stephen pretty much was as well. But we did have a conversation earlier today. I think it's really important. Is you know, there's so many songs, and we were debating earlier. Do you like traditional songs? Do you like R and B Christmas? songs, uh, and they both uh, provided songs uh, that they like, and in the case of Jerry, don't, don't li- doesn't like, and uh, I'm, just ki- I'm just curious, are there, is there one song either of you absolutely love to hate? And let me start with you, Leah. Okay, um, this might be a surprise, Santa Baby. For some reason, that one just irks me. I just, like, it's, it just sounds so sexualized. Like, she's talking about all the fun she's missed, all the fellas she hasn't kissed. She wants all this material stuff. I mean, I'm about material stuff, too. Don't get me wrong. I love my coach. I like my, I like my stuff. I do. But, I mean, it just, like, it kind of gives the wrong kind of message, especially to kids. Because, you know, when she's singing it, it just sounds sexual to me. Like, it does, does it not and then, and then there's like I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, which is like okay, that's really creepy. Some like guy come. It's like what what's that what's that all about, right? I saw mommy kissing Santa. I, I guess it's supposed to be dad dressed up at Santa, but it's that's just creepy. The kids are you know hey, there's mom kissing a stranger. You know that's okay. Yeah, that, just, that that's the that that's that's one I think. <laughs> Those people get a bit feel weird about. I always, you know, that one um, that I mean, it did great. They did great things with it, but I think we've played it for so long. Do they know it's Christmas time? That band aid one. Actually, that was actually my choice because I mean, I I was looking through the Christmas songs, and it's on a lot of the worst list. And as they said, it's like you know, it was it was a song that was performed to well to raise you know uh, famine money for Ethiopia, like in 1984, so almost 40 years ago. But it's, it's like, do they know it's Christmas? It's extremely condescending. I mean, Ethiopia has been a Christian country for like 1,500 some odd years. So I'm pretty sure they knew it was Christmas. And also it's like, oh, you poor people, without us white musicians all singing together, I guess you're all going to starve to death. Yeah, there was so, a bit of the, know, a, bit a of, great pause, but, you know, yeah. I want to play you yeah. Jerry, with the song that uh, Jerry really hates. Can we play that, Leo? <laughs> this one, Paul McCartney. <laughs> You guys remember this one? Yeah. Wonderful Christmas. And Jerry, can you jump on for a second? Can you just share with us why you really, really hate this I song? I it's I really don't like it. I just because I worked in retail for so long and <laughs> it was the retail Christmas song. I almost never encountered it prior to, but just lordy lordy. I hated it. So I just hated it. So I hear the synth come up and it makes me physically recoil. <laughs> But I, I think for I think for everybody, I think we can all agree. Like, there's the classic songs that we're so used to hearing, yeah. And then pop star like re, you know re-records them with all the vocal histrionics and all that kind of crap, and it's just like, oh, back the bus up, just give me the original classic. Yeah, they're you know they're, I mean? they're they're pandering to one person. That's called Stephen Chang, our producer. Yeah, he he'll, he he does <laughs> hip hop Christmas, all that silly stuff that you just don't oh want to be. <laughs> Noted Justin Bieber fan. I don't. He's not here to defend himself, but I don't what? care. Yeah, we're gonna slag him while he's away. <laughs> yes, it's my Friday treat. There we go. There we go. But uh, you're right. Absolutely. I feel the same way about some of them. But I do love Christmas songs and I'm already listening to them. I'm not going to apologize for that. Thank you very much. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right, Leah, Sarah, thank you so much. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Guys.